0: Hey everybody, we got shirts, your favorite coaster sucks, on the Amazon store. Check it out.
1: Absolutely right, we do. We got a bunch of colors available, and these shirts are in two different designs. We got the classic Golden Ticket logo and our Rolly Ride logo. We also got ten different colors, man.
0: Yeah, like you're wearing a shirt right now, so you could always use more shirts.
1: Add to the collection.
0: Get in a lot of crazy shit.
1: Wear it in line for your least favorite ride. Tell every Thuzi their favorite coaster sucks
0: make a fanboy of the fury 325 cry
1: very easy to do all by sporting a your favorite coaster sucks shirt we also got sweatshirts available through amazon we are now shipping to germany and uk so if you are out there listening to us you can get our shit there too buy a shirt nita meyer's done more for the sport than anyone since gretzky pal
0: why don't you quit fucking the polar bears team practice until you learn some shit about the game eh well, you shut up, the both of yous? We're next in line. About time we tried one of these Raptor coasters out.
1: Got that right. She looks sicker than Riley's mom on Thanksgiving.
0: Uncalled for. But true. Alrighty, so who's riding first?
2: Go right ahead, Hank. You did the driving. Wow, that's very kind, but I couldn't possibly ride before my buds.
1: Come on, Hank. You've been talking about this ride for weeks.
2: Sorry for blabbing, but I just think the polite thing to do is let one of you ride first.
1: Go on ahead then, Riley.
2: Oh, I couldn't go ahead of you guys.
0: Sorry, Riley. I understand you're being nice, but really, go ahead, man. Sorry, Hank. I just don't feel right about it. Why don't you go, James?
1: Sorry, but I don't stand in front of homos.
0: Can't say homo. It's offensive and derogatory. Also, it takes one to know one.
1: Attention, oncoming riders. When the air gates open, please board the ride. That means you guys in row three.
0: Shit. Go on then, James.
1: Sorry, but you're gonna have to try a little harder than that to get me to budge, pal.
0: There's no time for this
2: shit. So, we wanna use? Please get on the damn ride. Go on, James. Go ahead, Hank. Go ahead, Riley. Go on, Hank. Go ahead, James.
1: The air gates are open, so please begin boarding the ride. Okay, row three. James. Hank.
2: Riley. Hank. James.
1: All right, fine. I'll go, but I'm buying the beers. Okay, row three. The gates are now closed, meaning you've reduced capacity by one twelve. For three rides in a row.
0: Sorry. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks.
1: I'm Zach, and my farts smell like bourbon.
0: I'm Ben, and, uh, I like uh zippers. I'm Logan and it uh it freaking snowed up here
2: last night.
1: Oh shit. Got our first Canadian guest, Logan. That's right. Who hopefully is not sending the Canadian weather our way.
2: No, hopefully not. Let you guys enjoy summer slash fall.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm trying. Oh, Ben's on fire, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're over fire over here.
1: Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. So, on that cheery note, Logan, what the fuck is up, man?
2: Uh, not too much. Just kinda chilling out here, up in the Great White North. Live up in, uh, good old Saskatchewan. You can, uh, little rectangle province right above manitoba and been north dakota and uh yeah just here chat coasters with y'all
1: for sure for sure Uh now um you got anything you want to plug up top
2: um i uh, I guess you can find me over at my personal at that guy from Saskatchewan. probably heard the name on the show multiple times since i've been a longtime patron with y'all and then uh, what else we got? I uh, kind of host my own little podcast, sort of, where I just kind of, you know, chat up life up here and coasters from my somewhat relatively unique perspective. So you can find that out at uh, pray Coasting on Instagram and YouTube or um, just at Coasting Prairie on Twitter. And then all the links to those socials, all my podcast archives and blah, blah, blah are all available at prairiecoasting.ca.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And don't sell yourself short. Go check out Prairie Coasting. And give him a follow on all the all the socials where he has yeah, multiple thanks. multiple accounts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: with each name harder to spell than the last.
2: Yeah, but if you can get the first half of it right, it'll be the first one to pop up.
1: <laughs> Spoken like a pro. Spoken like a pro. So what are you <laughs> sipping on tonight, man?
2: Um, I got two large vanilla ice coffees from good old Timmy's, and then some water.
1: Oh, fuck. I wish we had Tim Hortons closer. <laughs> that shit's amazing. i get a black coffee there. I don't fuck around. That shit's good. Oh, it really is.
0: Ben, you've it's had like, some Tim uh, Hortons
1: coffee. There you go.
0: Reminds me a lot of uh, like, it's kind of like Dunkin' coffee. Okay. If I had to make the comparison the it's, most. It's
1: like better than Dunkin', though. They don't put any of that fake flavor bullshit into it.
0: Yeah, but a black Dunkin' coffee can still—I don't know—I have varying thoughts on that. But
1: well, I'm kind of a coffee snob, so
2: yeah, fair enough. I've only ever had Timmys and McDonald's, so I don't have much to say.
0: McDonald's coffee is the best.
2: That's what by I heard. Far. Okay. how come is that
0: yeah if you like brown uh coffee flavored hot water then mcdonald's is your your spot okay
1: yeah like if you like diner coffee that's been drank by an alcoholic and then pissed out mcdonald's is for you
0: which is, I don't understand how fucking hot their coffee is. It is ridiculous. It is unnecessary. And I understand why that person sued. I do. Oh, yeah. Like, that shit is fucking hot as shit.
1: It's for people that are so old they don't have any taste buds left.
0: Yeah. It kills your taste buds when you drink it. And they got that styrofoam insulated uh, cup so it never cools off. <laughs> It's like, yeah, here's your hot ass coffee, and it's still hot an hour later.
1: And it's so hot, you're just like melting the coating of the styrofoam on the inside (laughs) off, drinking this like coffee that's just like full of chemicals.
0: That's Um, what old people love. They love that. They just want to be happy.
1: (laughs) Can you give me a coffee that's 250 degrees? Jesus, are you sure? Look, I lost my taste buds in the war eating ass.
0: (laughs) My uh my granddaughter never calls me anymore.
2: (laughs) Oh man Oh, you're gonna
1: have to pull around for the coffee, (laughs) ma'am. Anyway. Yeah, that's um what we gotta do for coffee here. You don't even have a Starbucks near you?
2: I uh, know we got Starbucks. I've just, I don't know. I've never been to Starbucks. I've stuck true with my, you know, Timmy's.
1: Gotta at least go in there and get a small black coffee.
2: Yeah, maybe. My ex-girlfriend worked there and, you know, had the employee discount even, but I still never got in there.
1: Was she like trying to do something artsy?
2: I have no idea. She's just working and living her life right now. So, good on her.
1: For sure. Well, wow. That's a that's a level of maturity I never attained yet, huh.
2: so. <laughs> well, that's good. Not too bad for a 19-year-old then.
1: Yep. Yep. Be more like Logan and not like Ben or I.
2: Frick, I don't know if you want to be like my generation. I try and be the best parts of it, but it's only so much I can do.
1: Hey, we're all fucked. It's okay. Very true. So, Ben, what are you sipping on tonight?
0: I'm riding the spiral tonight. Um, It's uh, Silver City Brewery. Double IPA, pineapple something. Uh, Oh, pineapple orange double IPA. It's pretty good.
1: Ride the spiral sounds like an 80s hair metal knockoff of like um, Eye of the Tiger. (laughs) Ride the spiral. Dun, 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 dun
0: holy shit sorry this is random my friend it's just, <laughs> it's just too good He so I had a friend visit this weekend and he's flying back to Denver and he just texted me he's like our plane deborted because we tried taking off and the back thruster was stuck on and they couldn't turn it off holy so they had to shit. do like an emergency like land or not emergency land they like whatever abrupt the, the, they stopped the take off or whatever holy smokes <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Well, damn.
2: What airline is that? I wonder.
0: So,
1: it rhymes with Frontier.
0: <laughs> no, this is Alaska. They're uh, Alaska is like a notch above Southwest, but. Not quite United. Okay.
1: Ben's top 10 airlines in the next episode of your favorite airline sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I got a lot of airline stories.
1: You should write some jokes about them. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Okay. So I'm drinking vodka and energy drink mixed because I'm an adult. Yeah.
0: That's Perfect. how I do it. Is there a name brand of the energy drink or is it like jewel generic just energy drink?
1: It's like Amazon energy drink.
0: <laughs> Cherry flavored energy drink.
2: It's like
1: Amazon with a bunch of exclamation points, you know. Probably
0: on
2: neon colors too.
1: All right, so we rearranged some shit now. We're, we're finding our groove with season two. So what we're going to do right now is revisit one of our best ske- uh, segments from season one. And that is the Killer Coaster of the Week. Perfect. And uh, this week's Killer Coaster is Mindbender at Galaxyland.
0: Yay. Yeah. I haven't right.
1: ridden it, so I can't comment.
2: It's a so, killer ride. Oh, that oh, frick. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. That was on the nose. <laughs> oh boy. It's a good ride. It's a good ride.
0: Coaster Studios said it was too intense.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> it's it's so it's good though. Like it's um, I mean as far as an indoor roller coaster, I don't think there's any indoor roller coaster of that size or scale like it's um yeah
2: no it's definitely the best indoor coaster out there i mean it's my favorite coaster but i've only been on like 35 so i don't have much of a say
0: well i mean it's it's like top 10 for me and uh i'm in like four something
2: yeah i don't know i just love how forceful it is and the fact that you can ride backwards is you know amazing
0: yeah I I I was really surprised by like the airtime and the head choppers and the sensation of speed and uh, also like the first time I saw it walking into the park it it looks like in 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 person it's like way bigger than I had imagined. It's such oh, yeah. a massive. It's like such a massive ride.
2: Yeah, it looks at least twice as big as it looks in pictures or whatnot.
0: It's just yeah. I don't know.
2: Probably will be one of the last, like Schwarzkopf, I can never say that word, you know, Schwarzkopf. Anyway, one of the last one of those hanging around, I'm sure, because they uh, basically put all their maintenance money into that ride.
0: Which is, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining like a lot of people go to the mall for the ride. It's, they can't really, well, they could always remove it, but like it's too much of a staple. Yeah, Can you I mean, imagine
1: if they would have put that much money into maintenance 30 years ago?
2: Oh, boy. Right, that that place could be something special, had they, because you know the second that accident happened, that was like huge news up here, and it pretty much scared everybody away from parks and all that. And I think they went on like twenty years where they didn't spend any money on any new ride, just trying to you know cut their losses and keep the place alive.
0: Yeah, but I thought that park was pretty cool, and like. In the whatever late eighties, early nineties. It used to have a, there used to be a zipper in there and a first gen freefall. Yep. Good old drop of doom.
2: Holy shit. I think it's out in. uh it's some at it's at some park in Italy right now, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, they shipped it over there. It's it actually might be the one that's themed to Tower of Terror. I could be wrong, but I think that's the one that it is.
0: Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from, like, the picture... Because, like, there's that S&S space shot in the ceiling. It's, like, a tunnel. Yeah. It's, like, a... Like a um, a tin
2: can, basically.
0: Yeah. Like, have you seen pictures of that, Zach?
2: No, but that sounds pretty cool.
0: Imagine, like, a missile missile silo, like, that sticks up through the roof. And then there's, like, a glass. Like, and then it's glass at the top. So now there's a space shot. So you, like, start at the ground level, and then you go up through, like, basically like a silo through the roof to these like glass windows. And there used to be like a first gen free fall in there.
1: Oh, that sounds awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, yeah, the zipper used to be like right next to the lift hill of Mindbender. bender.
2: They have a haunted house and a fun house where that used to be now, basically just like all made in house by like local artists and whatnot. It's actually, I don't know, nothing special, but it's pretty neat. That okay. place
1: looks like it's straight out of roller coaster tycoon
0: <laughs> it kind of is so okay so i have a i have this suspicion and i, I can't confirm it but that the bnm roller coaster sound in roller coaster tycoon 2 is actually the sound of Mindbender bender inside the building oh you might be onto something there because it, it sounds so like I remember walking into the park for the first time. I'm like, that's roller coaster tycoon B and M. Like it's so uh yeah. you know distinct, but I could be wrong. No, I I there could easily be some truth to that.
1: All right, we need some help solving this one. You you guys know what to do, your favorite coaster socks listeners. Somebody help us get in touch with the uh, sound engineer from Roller Coaster Tycoon or anyone who was on the staff. We wanna we wanna get to the bottom of this one.
0: I wonder if uh I wonder if it's on YouTube. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Or no, RCT2 sounds.
2: All the I haven't been able to find the actual like sound bits or whatever, but all the music's up there.
1: It's a hot mixtape.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Do 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 Nah, Rockstyle 2 is where it was at. I don't dun, remember that one. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'm gonna stop.
1: And we've just been copyright stricken on YouTube.
2: I would be impressed if my singing ability is good enough to get copyright striked.
1: <laughs> hey, Ben. Be- oh.
2: Okay,
0: wow. <laughs> I was All to right, <clears throat>
1: Wow. Please, on. for the love of God, close that box.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let me, I'm just going to do one quick scrub of this and see if I can find it. Okay. Okay. We're at Scream, Splash, Thunder. Oh, track one. This might be it. Oh, they don't have it. Well, enough of that.
1: Perfect. We'll be editing that out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's another segment that uh our guest today actually suggested to us so logan i'm gonna leave it to you this is a bad review
2: of a park staff were either apathetic or on the verge of napping or both at all the stations we went to staff were barely able to slide a card between my kid's head and the you must be this tall to ride this ride bar but they managed and both my kids were rejected by the same technique on two different rides. What a cynical, charisma vacuum this theme park is. Period. One star.
1: That is uh, a review I found of Galaxy Land.
2: I recognized it right away when I saw it in the rundown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of hard to find bad reviews of that park. Especially, like, good bad reviews.
2: Yeah, because they're all just people who don't know what they're talking about.
1: They all were basically, like... You charge this much? Disneyland doesn't even charge that much. That's, like, wrong.
2: Yeah, no kidding. It's, like, a third to a quarter of the price of Disneyland.
0: Sheesh.
1: Also, it's, like, fucking fly to Disneyland, then. Yeah.
0: I will say, though, Galaxyland did sort of remind me of Mount Olympus in that it had, like, a lot of upcharge attractions. Yes. And it seemed like like i don't know one thing that always bugs me is like surprise fees or like surprise costs or just like weird And that part had a little bit of that um if but. it makes you feel better that's actually all gone now for the most part oh okay
2: so um because it would have been like their laser maze uh what else was there there are a few things that were upcharged, but now all those are included with the wristbands and then uh you even get one free carnival game per wristband as well now so all that okay. stuff is, you know, included with the park, which is nice. Okay, nice. Yeah. I could see
1: them being like a Mount Olympus because, I mean, really what? They have no competition, really, right?
2: Well, I mean, they got Callaway uh, an hour and a bit down in Calgary, but.
0: Callaway is a weird park. It really it's is. like, I remember uh, it has like a weird Flintstones theme. Yeah. Yeah but it's not like trademark official Flintstones it didn't, or maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. It just was a weird park. And then uh, this is a little more embarrassing, but I broke a toilet in that oh, park. Yeah.
2: This story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a good copy pasta of my story on mm-hmm. the, uh, the Facebook group that I posted a while back. I don't know if I want to read it on told this, this story
1: on the show too. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, it's somewhere.
2: I had it marked down.
1: <laughs> it's It's been on the show before. We'll tell you which episode. Insert it right here. All right. Yeah. So um, we we got a whole interview segment. But before we get started with that, uh, we want to do this this season as well. Logan, do you have any questions for us?
2: Um, I actually do have a couple for y'all. Um, first one is, uh, when you hear Canada, what do you kind of think of and picture it as like in your mind, like mental picture for me here? Like what, what part of Canada? Like just when you hear like Canada brought up, like what kind of place through your mind just like runs a mental picture or something. Like, I don't know. What are the stereotypes that you guys have of us?
0: I would say like more, like more res- like base, like kind of like half Americans, but, like, more reserved and just more, like, liberal, I guess. Okay.
1: Yeah, being there for me has kind of, like, reminded me of Europe and America kind of merged.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. Cool.
1: And also, I think of Drake and having to drive really slow on the
2: highway. <laughs> oh, man. How slow is that for you guys? Cause-
1: so your speed limit's, like, what, 80 kilometers per hour?
2: Oh. We were, where was that? Was that out in uh, Quebec?
1: Uh, driving between the, uh, Canada's Wonderland to Montreal.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Out here in the prairies, we got the Yellowhead, which is like the Divide Highway. So you got two lanes each way. And then it's uh, 110 kilometers an hour.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, the speed, I thought it was pretty high. Like, dr- Like, when I drove from, like, driving from Edmonton to Winnipeg, that was pretty. I mean, there's nothing out there and it's flat, but yeah, I mean, you could fall asleep at the wheel for 10 minutes and still be fine. Yeah. Just, oh my God, I saw a moose that freaked the shit out of me. Really? (laughs) Well, like not, not like because not seeing the moose, it was just like seeing how big it was and like, if just thinking about like, okay, if that was in the, in the way of the car at night and like hitting that at whatever speed, like you'd be dead.
2: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I've grown up with them. Like, there was one swimming in the river the other day. So, I don't are know. they dumb though?
0: Like, are are they just going to like jump in front of a car? I know you'd hit a deer like ten times before you hit a moose. Okay, that's that's good to know. Yeah, but yeah, they are tanks. Yeah, that like does
1: sound uh, terrifying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I I don't know. Like, the British Columbia is really cool. It's really beautiful. Still haven't been there yet. And like Nova Scotia is really cool too. It's like, reminds me of like what I, I don't know. Pictures I've seen of Ireland is oh yeah. what Nova Scotia looks like to me. Yeah. Cool. Oh, free
1: healthcare. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's all. Thanks to good old
2: Tommy Douglas from Saskatchewan, baby. Anyway, uh, I guess I can move on. Keep this rolling. Um, so in the other last, this last question about Canada, I swear, uh, what things from Canada do you guys wish were easier to get down in America?
1: Free healthcare.
0: <laughs> i would say yeah equal rights health care oh man there's a few but i can't think of them at the moment what about like snacks or food or that kind of stuff not so much food or sn- i was gonna say maybe like more like weird cultural things i think yeah fair enough yeah like uh I'm trying to think of a good example
1: can we get some better fucking canadian beers down here please
2: which ones do you guys have
1: Bat's the biggest one
2: okay I mean, I don't drink and I'm from Saskatchewan where they all just get drunk on crappy old pills and rider games, so I don't really have much to say. It's not the greatest up here, I don't think.
0: And then British Columbia it's literally, it's kind of like they've sort of just morphed into the typical like West Coast Washington, Oregon beer scene. Okay. So like yeah, West Coast is all like IPA stuff. IPAs, whatever's trendy. Cool. Molson is not great. Well, that's okay for a Pilsner. It's like a Miller. It's a Canadian Miller. Okay.
1: I'd like to see some Tim Hortons here. Or it's like some more of them.
2: Yeah. Do you guys have those in the States? Like decently
0: or no?
1: A couple. A handful around the country.
2: Okay.
0: I wonder how many there are. I think we have some up here or down here in Washington.
1: Okay. There's, There's, like I said, a handful across the country.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I if you're in the, like if you're in like the northern states you'll see them, but I don't think they really like
1: it's it's not more than a couple hundred though.
0: Yeah. yeah it's pretty enough. much like only in areas where you have commuters. You know, like mm. going like if you're near the border and you have commuters going back and forth, that's probably really where you're only going to see them.
2: Okay, so probably a lot in like Minnesota Wisconsin then.
0: Yeah, like they're in Minneapolis. I think uh definitely in Detroit, New York, Buffalo.
2: Okay. Yeah, no, I was just curious cuz we have I think between 19 or 22 and there's only 280,000 in my city, so. Okay. Yeah, they're everywhere.
0: Yeah, I was going to say they're probably like more popular. There's probably more Tim Hortons and uh McDonald's. Yeah, I mean
2: there's five on campus and our campus is very tiny, so.
0: <laughs> nice
1: kind of sounds like how starbucks is here
2: okay anyway uh let's keep this moving so um me being a big uh schwarzkoff the kind of coaster fan do the kind of triangle tracks run different than the ones that are like more of the squares like um i guess a mind bender at uh over georgia compared to the one up here i guess
0: i don't think they really feel very different
1: okay yeah they don't seem to feel or like
2: ride any different Okay, I, did, I figured they didn't, but I was just curious because they've never been on, you know, one of the ones with those kind of tracks.
0: They definitely look, I do like the look of the square track because they look, they're very like minimalist. Yeah. They're just very like, like the train just looks really weird on them.
1: He was onto something because Intamin ended up stealing that shit later.
0: Yeah. Probably was easier to uh, take apart too.
2: That's probably why they made it. I don't know.
1: I know on Intamin ones, they switch for structural integrity.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, like if you
1: look at Millennium Force, you could see portions where it's uh, triangular and portions where it's square.
0: Like the bottom of the first drop of Millennium Force is triangular, and then the the sections that are less forceful they are square.
2: Okay. See, and then the uh, Gerstlauer does a lot of that too. I've noticed
1: probably easier for spreading out the weight, like the forces it has to absorb. Okay. The stresses, you know. Yeah. Don't know if there was any purpose to the difference in the Schwarzkopf ones, though.
2: Yeah, probably not. So a while back, you guys were like kind of rabbit trailing on one episode talking about like, uh, like uncomfortable rides you guys had on like coasters or whatnot, or times that you kind of got slightly injured. And I don't know, just kind of wondering if you guys have any more stories like that off the top of your head that you can think of.
1: Hmm. Oh, <laughs> I got one. Okay, so Great America used to run the American Eagle Blue Side backwards. It was kind of like a, they did it for several seasons, right, Ben?
0: It was for a while, yeah. Like, it was kind of consistent, it seemed like.
1: Yeah, yeah. And for a while in, like, 2005, 2006, 2007, they'd even race them pretty decently. So, we got a race, and I'm on the backwards side. And uh, American Eagle on the far end is a giant helix, which is the weirdest fucking thing for a racing coaster to do. But they did it. So, uh, get out there and... They have wings that they've installed on the train to specifically stop idiots like me from doing exactly what I did. Ben knows what I'm talking about. It's like yeah. these, they're hard to describe, but they're pieces of like wood that are have a fabric outside of them. Okay. And they're, like, bolted onto the sides of the PTC trains to block you from, like, sticking your arms out. Gotcha. And they're on either train. So, like, I'm going on the backward side. We're in the big helix, and I'm trying to reach out and get hand slap and high fives from the red train, you know? And I fucking linger with my arm too long, and my arm smacks this wall right at the bottom of the helix. Ben, you know what I'm talking about? That wall at the oh, end yeah. of the helix?
0: Yeah, like the divide. Like the track. It's like a track railing between the tracks for maintenance Ah.
1: and it comes up because it's just like a handrail in between the two for the whole helix but then it goes under its own structure to end and yeah there's like this fucking like yeah a track brace so my arm hits that shit (laughs) and i get this fucking nasty black mark on my arm for like two months
0: oh is that long
1: yeah, dude, it lasted forever. I mean, it wasn't—it didn't stay like dark black. It turned into more like a bruise eventually. But no, glad I still have an arm. Yeah,
2: no kidding. Sheesh.
1: So don't be like Zach. Don't try to high five on the American Eagle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, Ben? Do you have anything off the top of your head? Not any like additional stories. I'm trying to think. I wouldn't say I got hurt, but um, when I used to work skyscraper at cedar point we did this thing where so it's like a free spinning gondola and it's like 180 feet tall so there's two people on each end and it spins and then the gondola flips around and stuff so we used to do this thing where when we were sitting at the top we would wrap our legs around the like structure around the gondola so we could lock the gondola with our legs And that way, when you would rotate and come to the bottom, you'd be upside down. Um, So the ride pulls like three and a half G's or something (laughs) crazy at full speed. Um, And so I rode it with my friend and I was like 200 something pounds and he's probably like 350. (laughs) And the other side was empty. And so we come down full speed. Our legs are locked. And it was the most like negative g's i ever felt it actually felt like my eyes were gonna like pop out of their sockets <laughs> um because like you know if you ever like played no limits anything above probably like negative 1.5 g's gets really uncomfortable so yeah i don't know what we pulled but it was it was a lot and i had like welts on my collarbones from the, the rest- or like the straps Jeez, Shit. Hit. so <laughs> yeah we didn't die though so, oh, that's
2: good. That's always yeah. a plus. Oh, man. I don't know. The only thing I can really think of is, like, I I don't know. I ended up with, like, a bulge disc after I ride on Mindbender last summer, but that what? was my own fault.
1: Wait, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ben will know because he's been on Mindbender, but they have the over-the-shoulder restraints that like go down but they don't lock so if you're an idiot throughout the ride and you slide your butt forward like me it locks down a click even tighter so i'm like six one i'm like a really bulky build so oh. I barely fit in these things as it is. And somehow, I think it was uh right after the first drop when you kind of do your little dip at the top before going to the loops. I like scooch my butt forward because I thought I saw something on the ground or whatnot. I don't even know. It was really dumb, but then my butt comes forward from the back of the seat, and then as it goes down the next dip, it just locks one click lower. So my back is like bent super weird, and then you go through the two loops pulling like five and a half G's and ugh. Oh, I was yeah. like trying in pain by the end of that ride <laughs>
0: oh, you know what okay that so it's funny i can definitely see that happening but i was on Mindbender at over georgia and i was trying to film myself on snapchat um, <laughs> okay through, through the loop i don't know i was just doing something stupid because i rode the, I, I rode the ride like 20 times in a row i was by myself like yeah. the ride operator did not give a like he did not care that i had my phone in my hand like he didn't give it oh he's playing pokemon go so uh, this kid was sitting at the at the ride up like control panel playing Pokemon Go while oh, he was operating the ride. Um, <laughs> so I figured if he was going to play on his phone Pokemon while operating the ride, I could, you know, take a POV. So like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so because I kind of did that. I did. This, I don't know what I was doing. I was like holding my phone and doing like a selfie thing. But my head, there was no one next to me in the seat. So I was kinda like leaning to my side and I got pushed down like onto the empty side of the seat and my fucked up my neck because my head like you know what I'm saying? Like my head was like at a yeah at like an angle. Oh. So I tried to pull down and then like my back got all fucked up because I was like falling into the seat next to me in the in the positive Gs of the loop. See, and that's why I don't complain about the fact that it has the
2: over the shoulder restraints and all the additional stuff because like yeah. Once you learn to ride it right and you're actively riding and not just letting yourself flail around, like it's really not uncomfortable and it really does help those kind of injuries or whatever.
0: Yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, if you said empty, like if you're in an empty row and you were without the over the shoulders, like you'd probably be all over the car. Yeah. So it makes sense.
2: Anyway, that's enough mind bender talk so far for this episode.
0: That's, that's good. We, ignore, we, need, we need more of it. Yeah, I don't know. I try to represent
2: that coaster because it's a legend and I'm scared it's going to die within the next like decade here.
0: Hopefully. I mean, like Schwarzkopf's, it seems like if the parks give a shit about them, they'll last. Yeah. I'd say as long as Wizard's running, hopefully Mindbender stays running.
2: Yeah. And I mean, they have like five or six trains for it and they constantly have like two on the tracks every day. It's down for an hour where they like, you know, check them out or whatever. And then. The other ones that are already off, they completely take them apart down to the chassis and then they just rebuild them. So it should be good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, last question I got for you guys, I guess, would just be, what would be kind of your guys' ideal date at a theme park? Like, what would that include?
0: Wait, day or date?
2: Date, sorry.
0: Hmm. Do
1: we have to pick the park, too?
0: Uh, Sure. Huh.
1: Man, this is a tough one.
0: Well, I'd say, I don't know what park, but I would have to say, like, when you're pulling up, it's like 930 in the morning. And uh, there's like some insane, severe thunderstorm rolling in and it doesn't let up to like lunchtime. But then the park reopens after lunch and the park is completely empty for the rest of the day. Okay, that's like my ideal.
1: I think not that for me, like still getting there at opening and everything, but like nice weather.
0: Gotcha.
2: All right.
1: I mean, for a date. Right. Yeah. Oh, they nice weather. Ben's like, "Fuck it, we're just getting on some rides."
0: <laughs> no, you get the rides. You get on the rides quicker. You get on. So, like, like you know, like when you bring someone to the park with you that who's not really an enthusiast, and you have to like really scale back, kind of how insane you go. Like, like yeah. if you're bringing someone to the park for the first time, you're not gonna like go to Cedar Point and be like, "Okay, we got to run the, all the way to the back to steal vengeance." And then we have to run forward this the dragster and we have to get on it at ten fifteen. And then we're gonna run back to Steel Vengeance and get one more ride. And then we're gonna run the Millennium Force. You know, you can't really pull that off. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but if it's like torrential downpour for like two hours a person like that's gonna be like let's get the fuck out of here yeah
0: but that's why you got a hotel and you chill in the hotel for a little bit and then you come back to the park and it's dead
1: you're fucking adding a hotel to this date
0: this is <laughs> hey, this is ideal. ideal it's pretty
1: presumptuous of you.
0: <laughs> if it's i if how it's many ideal.
1: how many beds are in the hotel room <laughs> uh
0: i don't know it's a westin executive suite frick okay <laughs>
1: So, all right. So, if Ben's asking you out on a date to an amusement park, there's a hotel. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, man. Well, that's good to know. We (laughs) learned something new about Ben. (laughs) Fantastic.
2: Fantastic. Oh, lovely. Is
1: that all the questions you had for us? Yeah,
2: that's all I got for you guys.
1: Well, thanks for being the first guest, I think, to actually ask us a question. I mean, I could be wrong.
2: No,
0: you're welcome.
1: Hey, Your Favorite Coaster Sucks listeners, we want to take a quick sec to talk to you about Patreon.
0: Do you have a dollar sitting around your house right now? Well, if so, you should join our Patreon at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. What else are you going to do with that dollar?
1: (laughs) There's not a whole hell of a lot you can do with it, but I'll tell you, with that dollar, you can join our monthly Zoom calls. Those are so much fucking fun, aren't they, Ben?
0: Hell yeah. Pay for friendship. It's uh, what we're all doing nowadays.
1: Hey, man, it's community. We got a nice little community here built up. And uh, yeah, it's behind the paywall, but a buck a month. We think almost anyone can handle that. Right, Ben?
0: Oh, yeah. You can't even get like a McChicken unless you like live in a state with no sales tax. So.
1: So why not throw it our way?
0: Throw us literally a bone.
1: At Patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Let's see. Uh, we have a new segment here that I'm really excited about. Um, So, right before recording, uh, from now on, I'm going to go on Twitter and announce that we're recording with a mystery guest. And you don't know who it is until the episode drops. So, I announced that we are recording with a mystery guest. What should we ask them? So, here's the responses we've gotten. You ready for these, Logan?
2: Yes, I am.
1: All right. A friend of the show, Drew the Intern, asks, do snitches get stitches?
2: Uh, Yes, they do. Snitches get the uh, stitches.
1: All right. All right. Um, Our friends over at the Drunk Riders podcast, they want to know, how would you improve our logo? man.
2: I don't know if you... I don't know. Like, it's pretty solid the way it is now.
1: Yeah, I, I, I quite like our logo. Yeah, it's Shouts to uh block breaks Casey, yeah, for hooking that up for us.
2: Yeah, she does uh, a lot of cool art and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. I if I thought about it for a few minutes, I probably could come with something, but yeah, no, it's good the way it is.
1: All right, well, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to pass on you as our graphic designer then, but uh, oh, too bad. Appreciate the application. Um, let's see. Oh, our buddies, uh, the Larson Loopers, they say, what is your name with a GIF?
2: Uh, my name is Logan.
0: That's that's all, all right. I got, just Logan. That was a really creative question.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, he said it with a GIF, so, you know, uh, I can't identify what the GIF is from, but hey. Um, and then friend of the show, John Hawkins, he used a GIF from The Office that says why are you the way you are
2: um or why
1: are you the way that you are
2: (laughs) because farm town saskatchewan baby yee yee tarps off boys i don't know (laughs)
1: hey that's good that's good we didn't know what we were going to get for questions so make sure you give us a follow on twitter so you can participate in these with our mystery guests we like uh we like having these mystery questions to have our guests answer.
2: Yeah, this will uh this will be a good segment in a few more episodes once this catches on.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. Especially once we post this one and people know that we're actually reading the questions on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Then we have we have some standard questions we like to run through. I added a new one. We're going to have to add a Ben, we're going to have to come up with some more questions for Season 2 for our returning guests when we have them.
0: Right so
1: I added one here. We're going to have to keep thinking. I don't know. But go ahead. Let's let's run through the interview questions.
0: So uh, what's the worst roller coaster you've been on? Uh, stupid Green Lantern. I hate that thing.
2: Uh. That yeah. sounds- but
0: all right
1: yeah by far the most given answer to that question
2: yeah well for a reason like i don't know what the heck they did to that ride i i'm really like praying they just neutered it and when they ship it up north of the border here it's gonna be okay because if it's not i wish that would have gotten stopped at the border and like returned to magic mountain like screw that ride it gave me bruises on my thighs that lasted for three weeks hated it
1: so how do you feel about it getting relocated to your home country?
2: I mean, it's in Quebec, so it's fine, whatever. But I mean, <laughs> I got to stop throwing shade to his people in Quebec. I love them. I love them. They're just, I don't know. I can
1: guarantee you they're not listening to our show. That is it's very in true. English.
2: Yeah. I don't know. They're just like the step sibling you didn't really ask for, but they're there. And they can be funny at sometimes, but they're also kind of annoying. That's Quebec for us. <laughs> All
1: right, so uh, which park has the best bathrooms?
2: Um, you know, nothing stands out. Uh, like I've been down, I think I've only been in like four or so parks, but uh, probably just Disneyland. I mean, if nothing's te- like terrible or stand out great, it's probably just Disney that's the best because they're the best at everything. It seems like
1: it's a good default answer because they deal with so many guests that you know that those like shitters have to be super efficient.
2: Yeah. Although, uh, I do want to shout out West Ed, though, like the West Edmonton Mall, because they actually have two-ply toilet paper at every restroom in the mall, and I appreciate that. Nice.
1: Two-ply. Who has (laughs) (laughs) two-ply?
2: Oh,
0: throwing it back.
1: There's a shirt idea. Yep. That was uh, Airtime Mike, I think.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. What is the worst, like, media day or enthusiast event or opening day experience you've had?
2: So, I've never actually like been to a media day or enthusiast event. And I mean, Galaxy Line's a year round park, so they don't really have any opening days. But uh, when I was down in California, they uh, had the media day for Lex Luthor, like Drop a Doom at Magic Mountain or whatever. So, I uh, was just flipping through the TV trying to find something to watch before we headed on over to Knott's. And, you know, I actually got to ride the, not ride it, but uh, watch the media day from the hotel room, which was kind of cool, but. You know, that doesn't really go with the theme of the question. It wasn't worst or anything. I don't know. Tried to find something to answer it.
1: No, that's the worst one because you weren't invited, but you were right there.
2: I mean, the nice part was is we at least hit up Magic Mountain a couple days later. So I actually got to ride it on like the third day, I think, that it was open to public.
0: Okay, nice.
2: Yeah, they had a single rider line too. So I got like 11 or 12 rides in on that thing. That fucking ride is awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it was
0: really fun,
2: and like it wasn't all like completely working right because I got stuck stuck at the top for three minutes the one time, but they're still like sending off oh, Superman, fuck. so we're like swaying side to side. There's like a girl on the ride crying, and oh man, it was a great time. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I loved it.
1: Me- I'd probably shit myself if I got stuck on the top of that ride. Oh,
2: fair enough. I mean, I don't know. I love heights, climbing bridges and whatnot. Living the. Rural, small town, boring life. We made our fun and, I don't know, like my heights.
0: Yeah, heights are great. Like, um, that's what, like, is so fun about climbing, especially when you get hit, like, thousands of feet. And you're just, like, hanging and just, like, look straight down. Love yeah. It.
1: You guys are fucking insane. Yeah. Just thinking about that. Is like giving me that feet tingling feeling.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's been a while since I've gotten that.
1: Like those videos of like Russian dudes climbing the like cell towers.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. You know what's terrifying though? Touching a doorknob in public.
1: Yeah, no shit. Okay. (laughs) Somebody could have just, well, somebody could have just like scratched their balls on the inside. Right before they open that door,
0: I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like an elderly elderly woman or man like going in for a scratch and like picking a scab and like just not giving a fuck and just
1: and then coughing into their hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> touching the doorknob. Ugh, yeah, for real. Terrifying. Got um, a layer
1: of Clorox on my skin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what's the longest you ever waited in line? What ride was it for? And most importantly, was it worth it?
2: Okay. So I've waited in line for two and a half hours for both Goliath at Magic Mountain front row at night and also um, Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm at the start of the day because we're GP family and went there first with everybody. But um, both of those were definitely worth it. I mean, I don't have a coaster within six hours of me, so I'll take anything. Like, I'd stand there for five hours and still be grateful. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Definitely worth it. Makes sense. Two and a half hours for Goliath? Yeah. that I don't know. It was just at the end of the night. It might have been a weekend. I'm not too sure. But the front row line had, like, probably an extra half hour wait for it. But I'm like, you know, I want to go on this thing at night front row. I'm only at Magic Mountain for three days. Like, you know, got to go for it. Was it worth it? How'd you like it? Oh, for sure. Like, Goliath is up there as one of my favorite coasters because it's, like, another one of those kind of super forceful but also not uh, boring, but it's, like, a fun kind of ride. Like, with the pacing, I like how it, like, does that uh, turn around really really slow. And then at the mid-course break, when you're, like, dropping out to go into those helixes, you, like, feel like you're falling out your seat when you're in the front left. Like, it's a good time.
1: Yeah, it's... No, hey, at least he liked it.
0: I mean, I think it's better than what people say.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: know. But I think it's like the disappointment of that ride tends to make people think it's like an awful ride, but like nobody rides Goliath like with their hands in the lap, They're like, This ride fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's still like two hundred and fifty feet tall. It's still fun.
2: Well, like, wasn't it the tallest like closed circuit roller coaster in the world at some point? Maybe not actually. I think I for one like Japan, a I week think. or something. Okay.
0: Yeah. man What is
1: this? The goddamn Goliath Apology Tour? <laughs>
0: Oh wait, you know what? I think it was it was tallest for what? Probably maybe maybe it was like a two months or something. Whenever whenever it opened, because that was like
2: pre uh, Millennium Force, right? Like just those few weeks. Yeah, pretty much.
0: And then okay. Oh wait, no. Then uh, still then Steel Dragon, yeah. Took
1: it from Millennium Force,
0: right? Because they like added a foot a to everything. Okay, so Goliath opened in February February eleventh. So they had the tallest roller coaster for like three months.
1: Can you imagine they're, like, sitting there in their office? And this was back when it was all secretive about the plans. So they're, like, sitting there in the office at Magic Mountain, like, fuck yeah, tallest coaster in the world. (laughs) And then, like, Cedar Point announces Millennium Force, and they're, like, son of a fucking bitch. (laughs) They're, like... Get that shit ready for February. Get it fucking ready. We need it ready early as possible. No, don't curve the drop anymore. Just get that shit ready.
0: I was see, I was thinking that maybe they saw Millennium Force's announcement and then they quickly made a coaster like the like really fucking quick. Because when was I think Millennium Force is starting to be leaked, like or teased in like ninety nine, I think. I think it was like I think it was kinda early. So maybe like Six Flags saw it and they had like a like an emergency meeting and they were like shit, we need to build a tall coaster. We need we gotta beat Cedar Point and then they were like, All right, let's go with Giovanola.
2: <laughs> they also cloned it up. for well, not quite cloned it, but they built the one in Texas that year, didn't they?
1: That was a year later. Yeah. So maybe they were like maybe they were already working on the one in Texas, which is why it has that extra helix. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, you know that one we're getting for Texas? We need a Magic Mountain now." <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe that—that's probably a more realistic story. And they're like, "We got this little strip of land right here. We can—we can make it work."
1: <laughs> they're like, "Well, we can't fit this helix. Fuck it. Fuck it." Fuck it.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> everyone hates on how the drop isn't curved, but I mean. Like, with it being straight, it feels like it's longer than it actually is. That might just be me, though, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, like, okay, Wizard at Great America has that super not steep drop, and I kind of like it, too. I know what you're talking about. Like,
2: I also just like coasters that are really re-ridable. Like, I'm not here for, like, the super crazy extreme thrills or whatnot. Like, yeah, those are great, but I like a ride that I could, like, marathon 10 times in a row if I felt like it.
1: But you like Mindbender?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, the dispatches on that are also really slow. It's like five, six minutes between each one just because the park's always dead. So it's like you have time to recover.
0: Yeah. When I was there, they would like have two. They had two trains in the station, but they would let a full train come in. They would unload the train and then load the first train.
2: Yeah. They've gotten better with that. So they load it while the second one's going, but they'll never send it before the other one gets back and unloads. I don't know if that's like protocol because of the accident and all that kind of stuff, but okay. They also don't really need to ever be rushing things there because you always get a ride on it within a half hour just with the capacity or whatnot.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe they have to like reduce the amount of circuits they can let it run in a day or something.
2: Yeah, I mean, that would help extend its life. I know a couple years ago, it actually just passed a million cycles. I think that was back in August of 2018.
0: Holy shit. Okay. Holy
2: oh fucking shit. That's what I, I mean. I, like I, it's-
0: I guess I don't know how much that is. Is a million cycles? Let's see. Well, so, I've heard rides
2: at like Kings Island do a million cycles a year. That might be out there, but I thought I heard that number somewhere.
0: Well, no, I, it's like a million
2: riders. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: My yeah, bad. Yeah, like, like a B&M will hit a million riders in like September. Okay. Usually. So, yeah, imagine a million in a season times like what, 32? Let's say 32 people per train. Rick. Okay, so I guess a million cycles on Mindbender – seems actually pretty not low but you know what i mean it seems about right i guess
1: but also think about like incredible hulk that hit the end of its life it was like that was as many cycles you know it was coming up on as many cycles as it could handle yeah
0: yeah yeah oh shit that was like probably what three trains from like what 8 a.m till 1 a.m every single day of the year for like 20 years or something
2: that's just insane damn near it's almost a good thing they had one that was just sitting in storage ready to be, like, you know,
0: copied and pasted right in there.
1: I'm sure they paid a lot of fucking money for that.
0: Yeah. All right. What is the best Dragon Wagon you've been on?
2: I've only ever been on one, I think, and that would be the one at Galaxyland. That was also my first coaster, so, like, I guess shouts to it for that. That thing was fun. That's like a – it's like an oval, right? Yeah, it's just, like, the oval with the bank sides and a little, like, bunny hill in the middle on the other side. Okay. All tire driven. Just like the ones you'd see at a fair, I think, or a carnival. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you got the credit when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. That's the first time on this show. Really? Well, I think so. Someone's favorite kiddie coaster has been one they've actually ridden as a kid.
2: Oh, okay. I mean, I haven't been on a kiddie coaster as like over the age of 11, so I don't think I ever will Good be. Good for you. Like I said, I'm not really an enthusiast, so I don't care what the heck my CC, credit count, whatever garbage that is, that I just ride coasters for the fun of it. There you go.
0: Yeah, if you remove the coaster count aspect, it removes a lot of stress from the hobby.
2: Like, I don't know. There was a couple times when I was like a little older than that, I guess. I went on some kiddie coasters, but that was because like parents in line needed their some older to go with their kid or whatever. So then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll be nice with your kid and take him on it. Not anything creepy because I was only like 12 or 13, but
1: I don't know. You hear that, everybody listening? It's creepy if you ask to take kids on a coaster with you.
2: Yeah. I
1: just want to make that point clear.
2: Be a prime candidate for uh, working Uncle Kevin's kitty rentals.
1: So uh, have you ever asked a ride operator out?
2: Um, Ride op? No, but I guess I kind of got a fun story for this. Can a lifeguard count? Sure. I'm counting lifeguard. So, I didn't really ask them out, but I ended up going on like a little day out with one of them on Sunday, actually, like just three days ago. Basically, um, we were just kind of working together. It was only like the second shift I ever had with her or whatever. We were just like chatting it up between rotations and whatnot. And then um, the facility has to close down for an hour because of like the virus and maintenance to clean everything. So, while that was happening, they tasked us with you know, doing kind of office stuff. So we were just taping names onto buckets for swimming lessons. And uh, while we were doing that, found out she grew up in the farm town that was like neighboring mine, basically. So like from there, everything just took off conversation wise. It was like the first time I actually had a conversation with someone about like, you know, crazy farm town, Saskatchewan life, basically what you'd see out of Letterkenny. Like no one in the city got it. After that, she's like, I got a two hour break between my shifts. It's like, where should I go for lunch or whatever? So I'm just like, listing off a bunch of places i'm like you go to tim's mcdonald's blah 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 and i kind of like ended it on taco bell because i love my taco bell it's great we just got it back up here in canada two years ago i was a regular at the place slightly different story but anyway she's like i never actually had that before so then i like kind of flexed on it saying like oh well you'd be the 35th person i've taken to taco bell for the first time and like that's a legit stat by the way i'm not just making that up and uh, apparently that worked because she's like, damn, okay, I'm down. So then uh, once we were off the clock, we uh, hopped in my good old 99 Sunfire. Good old Rosie took it out to the Taco Bell. I missed a turn. So uh, we just decided to do a lap around the city because why not? We had two hours to kill and uh, ended up driving like 80 kilometers out of the city on the highway. Just uh, chatting up life and whatnot. Uh, hey. Yeah. I don't, well, there I don't we know. There a success story. Yeah. Like... <sighs> I was only like half asking him out. It just kind of happened. I don't think anything's going to go anywhere with her. She's more of just kind of homey to kick it with every now and then. But, yeah, it's good time. Good moves. Yeah. I had to drive like 150 on the highway to get her back in time because I didn't notice how far actually we got outside of the city.
0: So if you dated somebody at a theme park and uh, it came with associated benefits of their department, you know, like free rides, free food, What department would you want them to be working in? I don't know what department it is, but whoever kind of does like the
2: tours or whatnot at parks. It's like the people that do like those walk up the dive coasters at like Cedar Point or Busch Gardens or like backstage ones at Disney. I feel like that would be pretty fun. Like not even get me in for free, but just being able to talk with them while also seeing the park from cool angles would be kind of neat. Yeah, okay.
1: For sure, yeah.
2: Is that a specific department? Because I got no idea how parks run.
1: I think that's like under guest relations.
2: Okay. Yeah, probably.
1: That's a job I'd love to have. Yeah, that'd be fun. Only place having trivia about coasters is actual flex. (laughs) It's the most annoying experience you've had with a theme park employee.
2: Um, I don't know. I can't really think of anything. I haven't had too many. I know when I was a kid, there was this one ride that they had a Galaxy Line for a couple of years had like automatically like lowering over the shoulder restraints but i did not understand a word of what the write-off was saying so i was like tugging on them and he was getting mad and yelling at me but i mean like fair enough to him i was an idiot kid but i don't know i guess that counts
0: fair enough all right do you have any rob Elvey stories or just uh if you haven't met him what's your impression and (sighs) so like obviously never met him
2: um stumbled across his videos on youtube like i'm sure most people have i think the first one i saw was that gravity max coaster or whatever i don't know he seemed fine or whatever i always like enjoyed the weird the weird kind of like ride commentary whatever the log flume videos were always fun to watch especially the one where it was like enclosed in japan i don't know he's fine i don't really care for him though because coaster force came out with their povs and i just started watching those
0: they're better yeah they're way less annoying
2: yeah and like i don't really care like i'm not that big into this hobby where i'm like oh this new coaster in china or whatever like and coaster forces stuff is all the mainstream so just been going with their stuff they're great yeah
1: for sure yeah we'll 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 second that get your povs from coaster force heck yeah in your experience what park has the most overweight guests
2: I mean, when I went down the States, I was surprised by how many fat people there were walking around the parks. Not going to lie. I'm not saying we don't have hefty folk up here, but um, kind of blew me away. So uh, I got to pick not specifically, though. The amount of times I was a single rider and rode with someone who is like four times my weight.
0: Uh, interesting times. Yeah. And the, and the interesting thing, too, is like California has a low. I'd say like they're pretty low on like the overweight scale compared to other states oh boy okay
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah california is not even i mean shit go to florida man holy
2: fuck yeah man i was in florida back when i was seven so i don't really remember why much other than i sprained my wrist and shamu stupid net climbing kid area
0: <laughs> i got injured in that thing too and i was like four years old what <laughs> yeah
2: I was like climbing up the first story of the three story ropes and there's this idiot kid bouncing it next to me. He was like, you know, twice my age. He was probably a teenager and then my wrist just got caught and I fell awkwardly and just started crying. Nice. So all my Disney photos, I'm riding Space Mountain and all this stuff with a sprained wrist. Yeah, fun times. What's the most overrated roller coaster? Uh, Probably rock and roller coaster. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> I don't I, know. For sure. It kind of suffers from the Disney effect. Like, it looks like a legit fun ride, but just so many people who aren't super into this hobby and hyping it up all the time is kind of annoying.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely like, yeah, it's fun, but it's not like, oh, it's the greatest coaster ever built. Yeah,
2: Like, even up here, people talk about how amazing and crazy it is just because it's in the dark, like, whatever.
1: Yeah, I'd probably say between the two, I haven't been on it, but a Mindbender seems like a better indoor coaster.
2: Oh, for sure. The like rock and roll Coaster would be cool if they gave it a re theme. Like, I still stand by, like, make that thing a goofy movie style.
1: Well, Paris, it's gonna be Iron Man, really.
2: Oh, okay, wow. did not know that. I didn't even know they had rock and roll.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I think it'd be better if it was just Robert Downey Jr. The ride,
0: <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s bathroom experience,
1: Robert Downey Jr.'s DWI. <laughs> <laughs> What is topper track? Is it wood or hybrid? Or
2: I, I didn't realize it was anything other than wood until you guys got really deep into this question and brought it up. So I'm definitely sticking with wood, but I don't know. I guess there's a fair argument to Man. be made about how it's hybrid. I'm sure I'm wrong.
1: I'm sorry. Incorrect.
0: Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Whatever.
1: That's right. You can redeem yourself. Ben, go ahead.
0: What about Orion? Is it a giga or not? No,
2: it's not. What? Like it has all the attributes of a giga minus the height. So like, technically it's not, but like simplicity's sake, fine. We'll give it to you.
1: That's the most like not wanting to give a controversial answer answer that that you possibly could. I
2: just, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about it. It's like, why didn't we just build Goliath 35 feet taller and make that a giga too while we're at it? Like it drops into a time. There we go.
1: (laughs) So do you have any buffet horror stories?
2: Um, not at a park, but I was at, we got a local place called the Great Buffet of China and uh, a dude's wig legit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the sketchiest place in Saskatoon buffet wise, but a dude's uh, like wig, like this old guy crippling over, just barely able to scoop out his soup. It just falls off into the soup. He scoops it up with the ladle. <laughs> puts it in his pocket like full of soup and uh continues to eat his soup and then i watched a ton of people go by and just scoop out soup and i couldn't stop thinking about it man like it scarred me
1: oh that's probably a more frequent occurrence than any of us ever thought about
2: (laughs) no i just i don't know i couldn't and all their food was really trashy they renovated the place a while ago We also had a buffet place that burned down a few years ago that everyone loved. It was called, like, Bonanza or something weird. I don't know.
0: We don't have any good buffets up here.
1: There's still a hungry ghost inside.
0: (laughs) Probably. What about cotton candy? Is it a candy or or a
2: snack? I got to say snack. Like, it's in the snack aisle at the grocery store. At least I'm pretty sure it is. I haven't looked for cotton candy in years. But, like... You know, it's sugary like candy, but when I think candies, I think, you know, M&Ms, five-cent candies, like something tiny, I guess, that's like, you know, you could pop a couple in your mouth, but leave them there. Versus cotton candy is kind of like an occasion to get, I guess, because that's like the fun of it, is seeing it made, is it not? Definitely. Yeah. Not. So it's like, if I'm not seeing it made, then like, whatever, maybe it's a candy and you pick it up, but I don't know. I think it's more of a... It's definitely more of a snack in my mind. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: All right. Well, how about funnel cake or ice cream?
2: So I've never actually had a funnel cake, but I've had like beaver tails, elephant ears. Uh, We got a thing called spud nuts up here, which are really good. So I still got to go with the funnel cake. I don't have a sweet tooth at all.
1: Holy shit. I think that's the first time we've had that answer be funnel cake on this show. Really?
2: Okay. I don't know. I'm just, I really don't have a sweet tooth. I like my salty snacks, but
0: I don't know. Ice cream, don't cut it for me.
2: Sure, there's so much you can do with it, but give me a
0: funnel cake. I want to try one. What about Mickey's? Dead one or the mouse one? (sighs) See, like, I really want to say dead mouse, but at the same
2: time. Because he's Canadian? Yeah, but his stuff is also, like, really old. Like, I know he's still probably touring and releasing some new stuff here and there, but it's just. I don't know. I'm lacking it in my playlist for like EDM music and whatnot. But like, I want to rep him, but I just can't because I'm just not there. But at the same time, I really don't give a crap about Disney either at the moment. Like, I don't know. If I go back down to a park, I'm sure Disney will be like the greatest thing again or whatnot. But it's hard to pick. It's probably still the capitalist Mickey Mouse.
1: All right. All right. So here's a new question that I just thought of today. If you had to get stuck on a ride with one of the following people who would you choose to get stuck on a ride with? Rob Alvey, Taylor Bybee, or the Tim Tracker?
2: Ooh, this is a good one. So, like, at first I'm, like, Tim Tracker because I used to like his videos where he was, like, going around to the different parks and whatnot. But uh then they transitioned from, like, a park blogger to, like, just a Disney blogger. And now they're just, like, a family and lifestyle blogger. Like, I don't know if that's because they've blown up or what, but kind of lost my interest in them and they seem to be a little bit on the shadier side of people lately.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, so hundred percent. When did they switch? Like, when was they, when did they really switch? Like, was it uh, recently or like, I'm trying to remember when they got big. I, I couldn't tell you a couple
1: years ago. Cause like first they started doing more like home vlog stuff, like before they had their kid. And then it'd be like, Oh, we went to Target. Yeah, right. Bullshit like that, just to like fill days when they didn't go to parks. And then yeah, they started doing like we went to the nature preserve or whatever. (laughs) And then it was like, Oh, we're gonna have a baby. And so now it's like, Oh, we're at home with Jackson. I don't know. And we we're pretending that we're at Epcot. Once he shaved that mustache, they went down. Definitely. Ugh.
2: But uh, yeah, so I don't think I'd be able to tolerate being stuck on a ride with him. He's just, I don't know, too uh, stuck up with himself, it seems like. Plus, I just hate the idea of influencers. Like, no, no, thank you. Um, tch. So then it's down to Rob Alvey or Taylor Bybee. Man, I don't know. I wouldn't really want to be stuck with Rob because I feel like he would just complain too much. Seems to be his thing. Or like film it or complain. Like, do you know who I am? Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, you know, your Karen, or for all the Quebecois people up here, like a Jeanette. Right, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to be stuck with that either. Like, just too much complaining. I feel like, you know, Bybee, I might be able to make some, like, small chat with or whatever. Like, he's closer to my age. So, if I could get talking with him about, what he does with his life outside of theme parks, if there even su- is such a thing, like I'd go with that. Bobby's probably got to be my answer here. Okay. All right. He's, I don't know. He seems like an interesting guy. I liked him when he first came out with stuff. I sent him a bunch of pictures of galaxy line and whatnot for him to use when he had to take all his videos down because he was stealing everyone's pictures like way back in the day, but maybe there isn't even another layer to him, but it'd be interesting to see if there was.
1: I was watching his video of the panel from the Kentucky Kingdom event. Okay. And he seems like he's trying to act like they're on coke, but has never done coke before.
0: Uh, Wait, Taylor Baby? Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, watch him when he's on the... Watch the panel video. Just watch him for the first five minutes. He seems like he's acting like someone... He's like trying to act like he's on coke, but he's never done coke.
0: Oh, Okay. You know, I haven't seen the it's bizarre. Video yet. Is it cringy?
1: Oh, it's fucking real cringy. It's like the saddest fucking after-school club for incels ever.
0: Oh my god, I gotta find this quick. Ugh. Is it? Um, is it an official Kentucky? Whoa, that's not it.
1: No, it's on Coaster Studios page.
0: Oh, Coaster Studios. Okay.
2: They actually had him on a panel.
1: Yeah, they had a couple YouTubers couple people we've had on the show it was uh yeah
0: okay huh was well, a video of him walking around the park with a megaphone oh boy good lord why life. did he
2: have a megaphone
0: oh god this looks so bad what was he doing with
2: the megaphone i have so many questions <laughs> hey guys you know
0: who i am
1: i think his his sent, uh his, the things he was saying was like i'm here blank Get used to it. Okay. Oh my
0: God! He's running to the stage. Right. He's telling me he's not (laughs) high fiving people on the way up. Who knows? He would if he could. Maybe. Maybe he did do coke for the first time. Maybe like someone was like (laughs) like they they influenced him. You know, like you know how like how like child stars get into trouble when they become famous. Like maybe the the Mormon coaster kids getting uh you know influenced by the wrong crowd
1: right he's like look at that audience out there those 20 people are really looking forward
0: i also love the obvious like mom and there's like a mom with like a like a 15 year old kid who probably couldn't go alone and then there's also like a mom and a dad with a camera that look like they're filming like their kid you know it's like oh it's his first whatever it's his first enthusiast event Oh my god, this this is so...
2: Like, I used to like, like him and, you know, want to see him do great. And I still want to see him do well. I don't hate things upon anyone, but it's just, he's too cringy now. He's trying to move to like an influencer thing, and I don't know, man.
1: I love how when they call everyone up to the stage, they say how many coasters they've been on.
0: <laughs> no, <right. laughs> I'd have been like, can I pick a different stat to say?
1: We got another segment here that we uh, like to do, and that is, of course, pay tribute to a dead ride. As you are our guest here, Logan, it's only fitting you get to pick, so what ride are we paying tribute to? Um,
2: So I want to pay tribute to a ride that got removed before I was tall enough to ride it, but looked super sick. Uh, that ride is Solar Flare at Galaxyland. It's like some sort of Mosier flat ride thing. Uh, I don't know. Ben, you've been on this, you said, right?
0: yeah it's um i guess it's like uh it's like a top spin but the i uh, no it's not like a top spin like, i don't know how to it's describe it kind like like of like those... uh it there's like free spinning gondolas and there's an arm like, that rotates yeah. in a three hundred like like does full three sixty rotations and then there's a button on your restraint you can press. So you can lock your gondola at certain points. It's you know what? It's kind of like a, it's like a Rocco plane, yeah, in a way, like a big rocko plane, but not a ferris wheel. It's more like a singled arm attraction. Good sound.
1: Okay, I'm seeing the video now. Wow, that shit looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it's almost like an inverter, but all the seats are independently uh, have an independent axis
2: they rotate on. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. It was just the last ride they had in that spot that actually went up into the roof because originally it opened with one of those like big, I think Intamin, like inverting ships or whatever. But once they took that out, they added this, and I don't know. Wish I got a chance to ride it.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, this yeah, the story where I got I broke it. So, oh yeah. If, <laughs> if you can, if you can kind of see towards the end of the ride. So what happens is the the gaunt- like the the seats have to lock in a very specific position so that way when the arm lowers onto the platform it uh you know you're like in the right loading position or like you're sitting upright so what ha- what they do is they like unlock all the seats and they disable the uh, the locking button so like what happens is like that slowly rotates up and then it slowly comes down and once it hits the certain angle each seat will lock in the perfect position. Um, So what happened was like, I was trying to flip the shit out of my car and I was like flipping, 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 flipping like really fast. And it like locks out of nowhere. And I get like locked upside down and then it slowly lowers all the way down. And then like, um, yeah. And then they had to like restart the ride, but they couldn't restart the ride because they can only start it when each seat is like perfectly level. So, I was just sitting there upside down for, like, a good 30 minutes <laughs> with my my head, like, inches from the floor. Oh, my gosh. It's on video. I'll have to post that. Do you have the video? Yeah, it's on, it's on a mini DV tape, so I have to figure out a way to get it off of it. But, yeah.
2: Oh, my goodness. I want to see this video so bad.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That, that's fucking fantastic.
2: They just, like, sent the maintenance team running across
0: the park to you? They weren't running they were it was very casual like the the funny thing is the ride up didn't say anything to me. He literally he like he like walks away from the platform and he like walks does like he walks around the platform And he looks at all the cars right, and like I don't even think they can unlock the restraints when the cars aren't all in the right position, so like he like walks around and then like looks at me, he like scratches his head. And then, like, is just like, uh, uh, and then, like, walks back to the platform and then calls maintenance, but he doesn't come over to me or, and say anything. Like, no acknowledgement whatsoever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, then. So, so I had no idea what was going on.
1: <laughs> You're like, is the ride going to start again? Or, uh,
0: <laughs> so yeah, but it's a really fun ride. It's super fun. Um, there's one at the proder in, Where is that? Austria? In Prague? That, uh... You know that, like, the Prader? Isn't that in Austria? Huh?
1: Yeah, Wiener Prader?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they have one of those That's in Austria, right? Okay. Oh, okay, probably.
1: That place looks cool. Yeah, yeah, alright, well, Fuck. That's, that's how we had it lined up for the show, man. So, Logan, real quick, get your plugs in again. Where can our listeners find you at? Alrighty,
2: so you can find kind of my more personal account. I kind of just post stories and whatnot on Instagram of kind of my daily life or whatever. Uh, also, lots of awesome pictures from Galaxy Line and the World Water Park. So, repping my Canadian home parks well. That's over at That Guy from Saskatchewan, And then uh, my show, Prairie Coasting. You can find that on Instagram and YouTube, just at Prairie Coasting. Um, I got some miscellaneous off-ride footage and whatnot up on YouTube. I don't know, nothing crazy, but uh, I'd appreciate it if you gave the show a chance. Uh, We've been doing this really cool um, Canadian park series, basically, lately. I have uh, my bud, Coaster Travel. He lives out in Toronto, but he used to live in Alberta. And we've been going over, like, one by one, all the Canadian parks, kind of just a general overview, trying to get them a little bit more exposure in this community and, I don't know, get them some hype, I guess
1: for sure for for fucking sure we'll make sure you cover dragon mountain because that's an often overlooked awesome era oh yeah
2: that'll uh, probably be our finale episode of the niagara parks and then um we'll
1: fucking go check that shit yeah, out man
2: i'd appreciate it if you guys all gave it a shot um i don't know there's not much content up here in western canada so i try and do my best still finding my groove and all that stuff but you know i'm young i got time ahead but i also want to like grab the bull by its horns and just go for it do it.
1: Fuck yeah, man. Yeah.
2: Also, uh, you know, if I could shout out a few homies real quick, um wanna give the boys that you're at um where we go, Coaster Cuzzies. I've been enjoying their stuff, talking to Coaster Bro. He does the good morning show. I think he was saying he might be doing stuff with you guys. I don't know if that's true or any of that stuff. Don't want to spoil anything. That'd be really cool to see. And then, um, you know, like I said, Coaster Travel, he's been helping me out, doing an awesome job co-hosting those Canadian Park series with me. Also want to shout out Mikey Mayo, friend of the show. Uh, He just, I love all the content he makes, and I'm sure you guys can definitely agree with that.
1: Definitely. And Mikey's got a new track out recently. I think it's called I Miss When Emo Songs Had Really Long Titles or something like that. Yeah.
2: I've never so
1: bumped that shit. Yeah.
2: I've never been exposed to that kind of music before. So I'm just like jamming out, really enjoying it, just, you know, digging everything he does. So keep it up, man. Absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, man. Well, sh- shouts to those guys for sure. We got an annoying shit to do real quick, how we always do. Uh, first of all, uh, hey and what's up, and thanks to everybody now listening on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube folks. Uh, if we get enough plays over here, We will start doing video episodes, maybe. Not about plays, actually. Um, But do subscribe to this episode. We hit enough subscribers. We'll come up with some original video content that'll be coming. So once we hit 100 subscribers or something, I don't know. Just make sure you subscribe. Because then you'll get the new shit when it comes out. Leave us a comment. Let us know how bad we suck. Whatever. Hit the like button for the YouTube folks. For all the audio podcast people, as usual, please leave us five-star review on whatever app you're using to listen to the show right now. And this week, leave us a comment. Tell us what your favorite Canadian coaster is. Yeah, we'll we'll pick the best one and read it on air and give you a shout. Give us follows on the socials. We're on all of them. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, for whatever fucking reason, when you're done uh, and finished cleaning up, you can check out our memes and dumb shit over there. Yeah, uh, we want to thank all the patron, patrons, Patreon patrons. You can, of course, join these fantastic folks over at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. And we got to give shouts to all these fine folks. Ben, you read them off. Yeah. You read off the patrons that we're giving shouts to. Oh, all
0: right. We got, we got Michael Muldoon. We got Tristan Cox. We got Dominic B. We got Stefan F. Daniel Fuckett or Daniel (laughs) Fuckett, (laughs) Uh, Nathan Hart, Jonathan Hawkins, Jared Mullen, Brandon Carter, Ryan Shoemaker, and of course, Logan. That's me.
1: We want to thank you all for joining us. Um, of course, we are we we already did September's Zoom call when this gets posted, but we'll have another one coming up in October. And only way you can join us there is by joining us on Patreon. And we'd love to see all of your wonderful faces over there, unless they're actually horrible, in which case wear your fucking mask. We appreciate it. Just kidding, I'm not gonna dig y'all like that. Um, fuck it, yeah, that's that's all we got. So thanks a so bunch for joining us. We will return very soon with another awesome episode for y'all. And until next time. Your, your favorite,
0: favorite co